Morgan. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, an early break. Fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. We discussed in, uh, that it might not be the worst thing that Nebraska did not make a bowl game this year because they're all getting canceled or having severe problems. Sip would be in panic mode regarding uh, if a flight's going to happen or not or if he's going to have a bowl game to cover <laughs> once he gets there. Wait a second. I would not necessarily be in panic mode. Maybe Parker might be. No. They, they roll with it. They'd roll with it. But anyway, it would be interesting. It would be an interesting time. Yeah. Um, okay. That, but, and, you know, yeah. I thought we had a good discussion. If we you did. haven't I thought we did. hit the podcast. Yeah, it's at the, it. the ticketfm.com if you want to listen to that or if you, you know the Apple, the podcast app, listen to it there. Yeah. Okay, I just went through NFL winners and losers, which you enjoyed as usual, right? I totally enjoyed it. Okay, I tried to play this audio, but I'll set this back up again, and I I have it now. All right, as you know, Sip, Bill yep. Belichick is a very accomplished head coach, but he's not the nicest guy in the world. He's not exactly friendly with the media. He doesn't have to be. There's no rules you have to be friendly with the media. He's done it for a long time, and he is just kind of a... <laughs> Gravelly guy, right? Grouchy. Grouchy? Yep. Yesterday, I'll set this up again. The Patriots lost to the Bills. 33-21 in New England. Okay. Patriots lost now they're tied for first in the AFC East. They've lost two straight games. They lost to the Colts last week. They lost to the Bills this week. Oh, boy. This was the fifth question asked to Bill Belichick following a tough loss to an AFC East rival to put them back into a first-way tie. Okay. Okay. And we first get a place and, tie. first place tie. This is the question from the report. And we I, get a question and answer. I don't know the reporter's name, but just know this was the fifth question asked after a long pause before this, oh, by the way, where no one had a question to ask. Okay. So I guess this person felt it was the proper time to ask this question. Here is uh, the question I am talking about. Hi, um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. Maybe next week. All right, Sip. I want you to put yourself in that room. That you have hurts. been in. You have probably heard some very weird questions before. Uh, not, yeah. You ask a lot of questions yourself. Yeah. You've never asked anything like that. I'm certain it's of fine. that. Somebody had. She was assigned that, and she had to. She, do it. Let's let's set this up. She just asked after a at the second straight loss in a very tough loss. She asked Bill Belichick, who is not a friendly person with media at all, to give his New Year's resolutions after he just lost the game. Now, maybe if they won the game, he might be in a cheery mood to right. answer that question. Right. They just lost by 12. His quarterback looked like crap in the ball game. Their uh-huh. defense was exposed in the game. <laughs> right. And now they're not for sure in the playoffs. Play that again. 
Hi. Um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah. No, not right now. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> maybe next week. He handled it okay. He said yeah, maybe no, next not week. not right now. Yeah. No, not right now. There's a lack of awareness that's sort of appealing to me. Like the 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 woman just doesn't probably fully understand the gravity of the situation. That she prob oh. my guess is she thinks, well, it's just a game. I mean, is it that big of a deal? You know, I can still ask my question now. Somebody probably should have went to her and said, "Hey, this probably isn't the time." No, I'm telling you, I think that I think she time. was hesitant because it was late. You know, it was a fifth question, and there was a long pause. So she like, thought, I think Bill was about to probably leave the podium. I'm going to get this in now. Yeah, it was like, okay, nobody's talking. I better try my see, best. See, to. there's different ways that you can do this, and I don't think you can do this in the NFL. What you would do it with Scott Frost on that question is this. You would wait till he's done at the podium and then go to him off to the side and say, yes. Scott, I didn't want to ask you this in front of the media group, um, but but can I – can can you just give me your New Year's resolutions? Now, even that, I don't know that you do it after a loss. I don't know if Belichick does side sessions. Well, I don't think he can even do that in the NFL. Probably so. not. But I'm thinking about college. I'm thinking about Frost. But if Frost just lost to Iowa and Sipple sauntered up next to him and said, hey, <laughs> I know you just lost and there's, you just fired four coaches and um, and all that. But I, do you got any New Year's resolutions? I would love you to ask that question. Just to see what he would say. If he just stares blankly saying, what? Good one, Sip. What, on, what, what do you really want to ask me? <laughs> no, uh-uh. I just don't think you could do it after a loss. You should ask Hoiberg that. Yeah, no. Hey, Fred, you got any <laughs> New Year's resolutions at all? No, like after they lost to, I don't know, when they what was their crushing loss recently? Who? Nebraska basketball. Oh, they lost to... Um, Kansas State yeah. was pretty crushing. Yeah, that was crushing. If you would have asked him at the podium, what? Hey, uh, no, Fred. you can't. You, there's a there's awareness there. There's a level of awareness you have to have. And I would tell that woman if I worked at her publication, this isn't the time. You can try it, I guess, if you want to. If you want to give it a go, go ahead. But I'm telling you, he doesn't take law. This is not like lose your seven year old losing a soccer game. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Get him some oranges. He just, he's all good to this go. This isn't losing a ping pong match at Christmas. Okay. The, I mean, we all, his, get, we all get crushed in different ways. Right. This is different. No, this is different. He the, he's not going to resolutions. Even on the probably the most the best of times, he's not going to entertain that question very well. Right. I, yeah, in his most relaxed moment in the Caribbean in June, he might not entertain <laughs> question. that question all that well. <laughs> not, not this time. Maybe next week. Just keep saying every time. Right. Uh, as the milkman says, so she's doing a story uh -huh. on New Year's resolutions and is sitting in the Patriots post game. Well, she she I'm sure part of her assignment was to get Belichick because Belichick's so big, you know, in yeah, the New maybe. England area sure. and in America for that matter. So. I'm sure it was an assignment, and I'm just saying, I'm just suggesting that somebody that worked for her publication maybe should have said, okay, they lost. This is not the opportune time. Now, she would say, well, what is the opportune time? Because I'm not going to get him again, you know? So she went for it, and that's fine. She went, she, she tried. Um, 
I, I was listening. Hopefully it's not more sinister than that. <clears throat> and the objective was was to wasn't to hopefully the objective wasn't to get him to react really negatively on purpose. Now I, I'm I'm giving yeah. them everybody the benefit of the doubt. She didn't just listening to her. She did not sound like she would do something like that to me. Right? Uh, yeah, I don't. She think sounded so. very well intentioned. Yeah. Well intentioned. I was listening to this live as it happened, which is the best part. I'm happy. You, yeah, you were. I was on the way back from Crofton driving to, to Lincoln. I had my NFL radio on my series. Yeah, yeah. And I said, let's go live to, to Belichick post game. You heard it live. So I heard the first four questions. Like I heard, you know, he's, oh, yeah. he's rough. You actually answered them. He, he didn't give like short answers. He went right. depth. Yeah. And then, like I said, there, I listened. There's this fourth question he answers, and then there's like a, a probably a, a 10 second pause, nothing. Yeah. And then this question comes up, and, he's, and then that's the end. And the guys, when they come back, they were just laughing like, well, that's the first question we've ever heard before. <laughs> you don't want to ask that question to Bill Belichick in the post game. What did Elizabeth think? I think she was sleeping at that point. Oh. She took it down. But did you get a kick out of I it? Was la- I, I was laughing. <laughs> I would have too. Before, God, before the you. host came back, I was laughing. Oh, you were lucky to hear that live. It's like, oh my oh, God. I would have called you probably if I would have <laughs> yeah, heard it. I just hear I would have right? called you. Yeah, I'll just ask Belichick about his <laughs> news resolutions after a loss. That's beautiful. No, that's beautiful. <laughs> I'm glad she did it. And I'm not and I and I'll tell you what I, I hope people don't hear is I'm not making fun of her. She was assigned a story. And she a tough assignment to yeah, ask she, Bill Belichick his New Year's she went for resolution. It. Yeah, she was probably praying that they won the game. Yep. You know. And they didn't and well, Okay, here's my question to you. If they would have won, would have entertained it? Uh, it. I think you still, if you're her, you got to see like what the mood is. Like, is he smiling in his yeah. post game? Like, can you do it to end it? But don't you think New Year's resolutions are really hard off the cuff? Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you ask me right now, I'd be like, I uh, can we talk about that sometime else? You know, I don't know. I don't have one. Brush my teeth better. I don't work out more. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I brush Get my better teeth really shape. well. I I don't like. There's some you don't want to share, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. That's a private matter. Thank you very much for asking, miss. What's yours? <laughs> should ask. That's What's probably, yours, that, miss? That's probably what you should. Like, if I were Belichick, I, hopefully I would be like, okay, well, can you help me with this? What You got one? Maybe I can play off yours. Yep. I, would, I don't know. That was a good one, Jake. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you heard that live. Yeah, I, I, I was. God, I, I'm jealous. I was laughing before the host came back, and they were laughing, so I felt good about my laughter in it. So you were listening to the serious and NFL radio. Yeah, that's which is, really by fun. the way, that is just incredible on a Sunday. On Sundays, because they jump around. Like I don't mind any sort of long drive on yeah. a Sunday if, I, if it's between noon and seven. Yeah, because I'm like I'm good. It's I'm, entertaining. This, this drive would go so fast. Yeah. They go to games and you can I hear. I almost beg for a seven-hour drive beginning <laughs> right at noon and ending right well, you at can, seven. You, know, you can control that on Sundays. You can just go for a seven-hour drive. I'd rather watch it, though. But like, <laughs> yeah. if I can listen to it, like, it's like it's the it's the radio version of NFL Red Zone, basically. Yeah. So. Do you want to get to this Husker I do. Topic? Yeah, I do. We've we got about six minutes here. Yeah, so let's we'll get roll. To it. Let's roll. Four, six, four, five, six, eight, five. This is the question. It's very simple. It's very short, but it's not probably easy to answer just like that. It's just this. How can Nebraska become good in one-score games? Sip, I've watched yesterday the Vikings lose again. The Vikings in the NFL are the Huskers of college football. They, they play every game close. They're pretty talented. They got studs in that team. But they, you know, they give a punt return touchdown. Mm-hmm. The second of the entire year in the NFL. 
Mm-hmm. There's only two of those. One against one for the Bears and one for the Rams yesterday. Only two this entire year. So they just they find incredible ways to lose with good talent. And I think people want Mike Zimmer out there. They want a new quarterback possibly. Mm-hmm. But it brings me back to Nebraska. How how can Nebraska become good in all these games? They're always in these one score games. Yeah, you know, is there a simple answer here? No, I I remember I wrote about this, Jake. Literally, the week of the Michigan State game. Think about that. Before I, the game, yes. Oh man, yes. I wrote about this the week of the Michigan State game, prior to the game. Austin Allen said this. By the way, I never thought about this too much offseason you think about it more he said I don't know the answer I feel like all the dominoes have been falling the wrong way for Nebraska football people say it's the Frank Solich curse uh-huh. Austin Allen said that yeah Austin Allen yeah. brought up the Frank Solich curse yes. and the more I think about it sometimes karma I think is just doing a number on Nebraska I just it kind of feels like yeah it, it does it? it just feels like karma is just crushing the soul of Nebraska football. Like you, Nebraska football, dared to do this. You of all people, you little school out on the plains, that you were haughty enough to fire these guys at nine wins. You you tempted us, and now you're paying dearly. It sometimes feels like that. It feels like it a lot. Doesn't it? But there's more to this. I mean, I talked to Luke, Matt Lubick about it, the former Nebraska offensive coordinator. And really the thing that makes the most sense to me, and this is, this is you can say, this is something that's, that's coaching, um, it, but it's also players. I, and I don't like to do this thing where I try to single out one. It's everybody. When you're losing close games, you make your luck, okay, and part of making your luck is having all players execute, not just nine or ten guys on a given play. Like Austin Allen said, if you have one guy who squeaks through a gap and blows up a play when a hole's wide open right behind him, that kind of screws things up for you a little bit, he said. But that might be our biggest flaw, Austin Allen said, is not being able to get all 11 guys detailed and perfect in running the same thing. What do you always say about Ohio State? They look like a machine, right? When they're on, they are a machine. Yeah, they look like a machine. They have all guys executing. That's why it looks like a machine. Alabama. Machine. Well, they're a machine. It breaks down sometimes like any machine, but not very often. And it's not. it's seldom do you come away from an Alabama game. Seldom. You will occasionally. You come away saying, man, they just didn't execute very well in that game. No, they executed at a super high level. That's why Nick Saban's one of the best coaches, the best coach of all time. But Nebraska has trouble getting all 11 guys or even 10 guys and sometimes nine guys executing on a given play. That's, that's what I mean when I say making your luck. That's part of it. I mean, if you look at Lubick pointed to last year's Penn State game. He said something interesting, by the way. Penn State, Nebraska beat Penn State last season, not this season, last season. Largely, if you think back, because the Nittany Lions made more mistakes than Nebraska That's did. That's true. And Lubick just flat out said, you definitely can't say we were more talented than they were. 
Hello. They made mistakes. Hello. They made a lot of mistakes. They, and they game. weren't. Nebraska. So Nebraska, think about Nebraska's problem. We try to make this conversation way too complicated. Okay, so Nebraska's not nearly as talented as Penn State. Okay? And so if Nebraska's not as talented as some of the teams that they have to beat close and they make mistakes, they have trouble getting guys, getting 11 guys executing, of course they're going to lose close games. It's not a curse. It's simple to me. They're not good enough. Okay? And it, you better be really good if you expect to beat teams by not having all guys ex, full, all your guys executing at once. You can get away with that if you're really talented. Is Nebraska really talented? How many first-round picks on this team? None. When's the last time they've had a first-round <laughs> pick? It's been 10 years. 2011. How do, how do you win close games if you're not as talented as the teams you have to beat close? And then you don't execute at the end of the games. How do you beat them? Just you hope for divine intervention. Right? In Penn State, you got some divine intervention, by the way. Little known fact, that game last year, Penn State came very close to blocking a punt late that would have went into the end zone and it would have swung the swung yeah. the score in Penn State's favor. Nebraska had a breakdown and their punt team. Wow, that's shocking. Yeah. Um, th- th- We've seen that before. Hell. Yeah, and, and Penn State, just by the grace of God, didn't block that punt because that would have been a loss too. And Nebraska coaches were breathing a deep sigh of relief at the end of that game. But but when you look at, like for example, this year, the last game Nebraska played against Iowa, they're up by 15 points. Yes. Like, Iowa did win the division, and they got torched by Michigan in the Big Ten Championship game. That was another close game that you were leading by 15 in the second half. Like, Is that just because they have more talent? Yes, partly, but they execute better too. What happened at the end of that game? Nebraska imploded. No, what happened though? They blocked a punt. Which but is also big. threw an interception late. Right? Right? Yeah. I mean, that Nebraska imploded in that game. They imploded. They gave it away. Yeah, they did. I don't. I don't. I don't think that was because they lacked talent in that game. They just mm. they lay like a clutch gene. You, there's a clutch no, gene I, missing I, here. There's a clutch gene missing in addition to a lack of talent. They're not. Who's more? Ta- who? Come on, Jake. If you line them, who's more talented, Iowa or Nebraska? Iowa has more some more talented players on there. You know, they have the higher. Probably drafted. Jake, they players. won ten games. And Nebraska, Are you seriously ne- going to say Nebraska that Nebraska went in that game feeling like they should have won the game, and they're up by fifteen? That that was all of our conversations. We thought they, Nebraska can win this. Nebraska was favored, weren't they? Wasn't Nebraska favored to win the game? They were. It's true. At, at three and comeback. eight, they were favored. Good, Vegas had Nebraska at three and eight <laughs> against comeback. a team that won the division after that in Wisconsin, losing their game. Nebraska was favored because they thought they had more talent than Iowa did. They're a better team. So what's the argument now? There's a clutch gene missing. No. How do you get the clutch gene? Well, maybe I. Come on, that sounds just like a magic trick to me. Well, we talked about karma involved. There's some magic here for Nebraska. You make your luck by executing. Okay. It's not a clutch gene. Don't forget that Iowa was an underdog here in Lincoln. That's a good point. And Nebraska and, looked, looked every Nebraska part, had, most of the game, as the better Nebraska team. Nebraska was favored with a backup quarterback. And they looked and they looked for three quarters like the better team. But it's hard for me to accept your argument 
that Nebraska has more talent since, I mean, considering Iowa won 10 games this year. Okay. 10. Iowa has a clutch gene. They didn't have it against <laughs> oh, Michigan. Come on. That's a mad. We're not talking about magic right now. We're talking about reality. I think they have a clutch gene in Iowa. <laughs> when things look bad, they somehow make them look It's not a clutch gene. They have a system. They know they execute well. They do have guys. They do have 11 guys operating as one. Maybe if you call that a clutch gene, I'll give you that. If you, it's if, pretty clutch. Yeah. Everybody's on the same page. There's yeah. no confusion there. Now the guys are weighing when, in. When, the thing, when times get tough, Iowa gets tougher, man. Nebraska melts down when the times get tough. But anyway. What are the guys saying? <laughs> well, Kaz is saying, are you guys seriously doing a show this week? Yes, we are doing hey, a show this Kaz, week. what's up, Hello, man? Kaz. Shout out, Kaz. <laughs> South Carolina. The best teams find a way to win. Okay, that's okay. Elite talent also tends to be a consistently major factor in the close game discussion in any sport. Elite talent. Okay. All right. I'll read you a quote from John Cook. You you respect John Cook. I love John Cook. John Cook might is trending toward being the best collegiate volleyball coach of all time. Okay. This is what John Cook told me in volleyball. It's basically going to come down. Now, I want you to think about this quote and think about the football equivalent, okay, Jake? John Cook said in volleyball, close games, it's basically going to come down to the outside hitter making a big kill or somebody making a great serve. Somebody, John Cook said, has got to make plays. What do I always say? It's got to be the the best talent on your team, the first-round talent making plays at the end of games to get you over the top, like T.J. Hawkinson in 2018 on fourth and eight against Nebraska, fourth and eight. Where are you going? Who was drafted eighth overall in the NFL draft that year? Hawkinson. Where are you going on fourth and eight to get your team in field goal position? And what does he do? Makes a sliding catch in the rain. Great catch. First rounder. Get you the – what on fourth and 15 against Northwestern, on the Hail Mary game, the Westercamp game, 4th and 15, who stretches out and miraculously gets you a first down to set up the Hail Mary? A second rounder, Amir Abdullah. Okay? You're, not getting, that, you're not getting that from a guy that's a just a normal running back, Jake. 4th and 15, somehow Amir Abdullah stretched out and got that first down. Second rounder. He had a clutch gene, Sip. (laughs) Well, he did. You're right about that. You're right about that. It all comes back to the clutch gene. There's no magic trick. You just have it or you don't. Talent usually is pretty clutch. Not always, but usually. When we come back, I... uh... John Lynch, the Niners GM, was the victim of a mistake on social media. I'll tell you what that was next on Early Break on the Ticket. 